Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to Podswoggle, a wrestling podcast with entertainment. This is your host, Mullet, here. Another year in the books. I don't remember what we were calling this year. We've had butt munches. We've had, like, dick knockers. It was just 2019. There's not a phrase big and weird enough to go over this year. But we're about to go over this year with the 2019 Swaggy Nominees. I have the original squad joining you today. Spencer is uh, Spencer is on assignment. Um, with the, three little, the top three letters are capitalized. First, where is he this week? It's Michael Whitten. Uh, I'm actually at home for a change, but uh, 12 hours ago, I was in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, yeah, that's a long-ass flight. Has anybody ever been on a plane for more than three hours? It sucks. Yep, especially when you fly fucking Frontier Spirit. Oh, no, Southwest, baby. Get, get all those points. I'll make it rain all the, with all the points up in this thing. Who wants who wants 1,000 Southwest points? Tweet me at MK Whitten. No, nope. that could... right yeah, give it to yeah. us first. Yeah, yeah give it to... giving it out, my dude. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, yeah. Well, also considering my nominee for best feud this year was me versus Southwest Airlines uh, post Pod Slam. Uh, oh. Yeah, I'll... I just booked Southwest flight today actually because I had to use the vouchers. Yeah, uh, he's back after being out for the first time in quarter four of 2019. Augie is here. Augie. Yeah. I have no idea. I don't remember how to do this. Hi. You never knew how to do this. (laughs) Thank you. You're talking about podcasting. Sorry, podcasting. I thought you were talking about specifically podswoggling. Yes. Mm. Remember a rock cast? (laughs) Yeah. How about this? uh, How about the, what was it? The president's ball? Well, yeah. We'll just talk about this real quick. We should uh, we should have a Patreon show where we talk about the next uh, the next presidential uh, correspondence dinner that actually happens uh, in Chicago. Is Rich? I'm in Chicago. That's a, what else do you want me to? Say? I forgot how to do this. It's been a little while. We're a little rusty. It's been a long <laughs> while, man. Speaking of a long while, in New York is Tope. Uh, hey, hi. That works. Oh. It works for two reasons, because I also forgot how to do this, even though we recorded, like, three weeks ago, and I'm on another podcast. But, uh, yeah, I've been jerked off in ten days, so that's great. Also, broke my foot again, so that's also great. How did you break your foot again? (laughs) Oh, my God, the explosion of everyone wanting to get their shit in. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking needs to Tope, you jerk off when you Is that why you've been 10 days without jerking off? How, well, how do you jerk off, sir? <laughs> I, I'm not a black man, sir, so I cannot use my feet, but I'm sure you, you can. Start the show. That was the, number one, that was the politest thing I've ever heard. I'm not a black man, sir. Number two, uh, Tope, Tope, that's not how you do a goddamn split. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, the Mr. Sir, tell me how to do a goddamn split then. 
Hey, where are you on splits, by the way? I think you get on it. I mean, right now the splits are they're taking a little bit of a a break, but not not that bad. Okay. Not Listen to RJ Hates Rap to follow Splitsville 2020, uh, which is chronicling Tope doing a split by the end of the year. Uh, we ain't talking about it on the show. Fucking listen to RJ Hates Rap. <laughs> we have other things to talk about besides Tope's <laughs> permanent crotch injury that's coming. Uh, but crotch, crotch watch, crotch 2020. Injuries, <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of permanent crotch injuries, let's talk about the year 2019 in wrestling because I feel like it was just a permanent crotch injury. No, this I think this is, what, three or four years in a row, row where we're like, man, this fucking year has just yeah. been insane. So if you're new here, every single year, everyone's always doing their year-end wrap-ups. Everyone's giving out all, all the same awards. And we give out a few of those awards as well because they're so all-encompassing and they're so important that we have to. But uh, Rich, several years ago, came up with uh, our own awards. We've dubbed the Swaggies. And uh, this week and next week, because this is a two-part episode, we'll be going over the nominations for those awards. So all the members of the Swaggle Squad sent in their nominations to Rich. He compiled them. We're going to talk about them now. And then you, the fans listening at home, are going to go on to ArcadeAudio.net's website, our, our Twitter, all social media. Stuff will be posted for you to be able to vote for your winners for the 2019 Swaggy Awards. And we're going to give out those awards in about three weeks' time. The first full week of January is when we'll have a, a news podcast and we'll discuss who the winners are. Uh, it's been a big hit, a big success over the past couple of years. And uh, this year, it's going to be no different. So... Uh, I'm not really the host on this one, Rich. I'm going to take it away to you uh, to start us off for the 2019 Swaggies. Well, thank you very much, Chris Mullet, for passing that on over to me. Uh, we do this every year. Uh, we added a few new categories this year. So we're going to start off with two new categories. Uh, a couple of my favorites that I'm excited to, to see the results of. Um, boy, are we really aiming for the teens with this one. Best wrestling meme. Best wrestling meme. Uh, this is a bit of a late addition, as I forgot to include it on the first ballot. Um, but uh, Tope, you're the first one to have responded uh, from that. Um, so would you go ahead and, and and tell us what your nomination was? I'm a nomination, a little coming late in the year, but a little bit of bubbly that kind of uh, kind of got hot for like a week or so, and I didn't really see it. But yeah, it was a good nomination. A little bit of the bubbly was also a nomination of mine, as it was. Uh, I mean, they've, you know, kept that rolling. As there's the uh, Chris Jericho, a little bit of the bubbly. Uh, uh, well, it's not a champagne, sparkling wine, I imagine. <laughs> they um, sold tens of thousands of bottles of this. <laughs> yes, that's a pretty good. So, yeah, um, I uh, nominated the undisputed era out of context Twitter account. Ooh. Um, I just I'm a fan of those out of context Twitter accounts, and this is a good one. And wrestling doesn't really have one, and I liked it. Um, Mullet, would you like to uh, uh, tell us who you nominated? What you nominated? Sure, I I don't have this one right now, but I think I I'm not good at like memes and shit like that. Tope rails me all the time, but I'm a year older than than him, and I don't know internet things. So uh, my nomination was from a uh, uh, the Squared Circle subreddit, the '98 Kane meme. If Ooh. nobody knows what that is, <laughs> yeah. uh, somebody, somebody was complaining on Square Circle subreddit about everything that's out of this year's 2K20. 
which has been which is the fucking worst version of the wrestling game of all time. Um, they're saying, oh, you can't create titles, you can't do this, you can't do that. Like a whole list, and right in the middle of it just says, no 98 Kane. Like he didn't talk about any of the other wrestlers that were taken out or omitted. Was, this one guy was just so mad that 98 Kane was gone. And everybody just picked up on that and just keeps mentioning it for the past two months. <laughs> so like <laughs> any any recap of anything, it's like, man, it's really weird that like Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens were worked on TLC. It's like, yeah, what about 98 Kane? And it just it just it tickles me. It'll be dumb by April, but it's still funny to me now. So that's my Excellent. nomination. Um Widden didn't have a nomination. Spencer didn't have a nomination. Augie, you nominated something. Yeah, I'm one for one in having nominations that don't pertain to this fucking year. So uh, <laughs> I didn't necessarily, I guess, get the uh, the theme. So I just kind of was Googling. Oh, by the way, these fucking nominations took me, I'm not exaggerating, four hours to do. Uh, oh, come I have- on. I am not exaggerating. I have not watched wrestling since WrestleMania, and I thought I would do some research, and this year has sucked. I feel like I haven't missed anything of note, um, but the research put me in a shitty mood. Anyway, long story short, all I did was Google best wrestling memes of 2019, and this one popped up and has nothing to do with 2019. It was just a picture of Ted DiBiase Sr. looking all happy and rich and shit, and it just says, oh, that feeling when you walk into the dollar store with a $20 bill. And I thought it was funny, so I fucking nominated it. And, uh, yeah, next question, please. <laughs> like he never left. I can't wait for him to nominate Zabisco turning on San Martino for uh, best turn of the year. God, this is just Augie more and more closely becoming part of the uh, Against All Odds crew. Uh, I think it would probably be Harry. Um, it's, it's still relevant. It just, it, it has to be a, it doesn't have to be a meme about 2019, just from 2019 and, and fucking Marty DeRosa, uh, posted that meme just the other day. It was, uh, whenever I have more than $50 in my uh, PayPal account, it, it works. It's great. <laughs> I want, I want to, so this is going to take me forever to edit because I'm going to painstakingly follow all of Augie's specific nominations to see how many he backdoored <laughs> winners. <laughs> number one. Mm-hmm. It's a good scobbit right. name. Backdoor winners. <laughs> it really that's a, is. That's a good name for a, a few things. Best referee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, best referee. Um, let's go ahead and start uh, with uh, Tope again on this one, just because uh, you are the only one to nominate this person. Yeah, I picked Charles Robinson because he's fucking dope and deserves to win this first one. He's the ri- <laughs> yeah. the original <laughs> meme meme rep, the original awesome rep. He deserves yeah. it. Because we've been giving out this award since the podcast started, he already would have won six of these. So yeah. let's get him one. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, Witten, who you got? Uh, I nominated uh, Aubrey Edwards. She's great in the ring, great facial expressions, really professional. Like, one of the best out there, in my opinion. Uh, As did Spencer, uh, also nominated Aubrey Edwards. Mullet? I believe I also wrote Aubrey down as well, um, which would be my actual vote. Uh, For the same reasons that Tope just said, I also nominated Bryce Remsburg. Uh, Even though he's had a couple significant botches this year. Uh, I mean, when has he ever reffed in front of thousands of people before? I love you, Bryce. And he's also just a really cool dude to talk to. So that's incredibly, 
Yes. Oh, who was the referee? It might be who you just said, but who ref the invisible match? That's Bryce. Oh, Bryce uh, Remsburg. Yeah. Oh, Bryce. then if that's my fucking vote. Yeah. Too. For, for yeah. Oh that God. performance alone. Oh, my yes. God. That was amazing. Yeah. That makes up for any fucking <laughs> body. Yeah, I'll take it back. Don't, don't put him on. Put, put fucking Lacey Evans on there for me just because I don't deserve that. Nah, Chuck Chuck deserves it. Uh, I uh, also nominated Aubrey and Bryce. And in addition to those two, I nominated uh, Jessica Carr and Drake Wirtz. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is Drake still just only NXT? I feel like, like he refs all of Triple H's like, main roster matches, and that's it. Yeah, that's basically kind of the setup. Who's your best ref, Augie? Is it Tommy Young? Oh, give me! I couldn't. I couldn't even name you a fucking referee in the NHL. Next question. I didn't nominate anybody because I. Red Shoes is probably the only one I can name, and that's not a name. Dude, just the Red Shoes. That is a name. (laughs) Yeah, you just nominated Red Shoes, so that's thank you for your nomination. Because what an oversight on our dumbass parts. Oh god damn it, that's two. Two for two. He's gonna back the <laughs> I just realized I'll get Burt Reynolds on SNL. Surely, <laughs> yes. Um there's also on the form I I, I created a little uh, area for people to submit categories uh where nominees not listed. Uh and mullet, uh do you wanna go ahead and bring this up? Sure, and I actually want to nominate this as a category uh, for next year. Because every year there's moments like don't fall into any of these whatsoever. And I thought we were going to get this after my wife was asleep. And uh, I just said, this doesn't fit anywhere. No, it's too late because now she's looking at me. I was like, this this doesn't fit anywhere, but can we just please recognize Scarlett Bordeaux for deep-throating that banana during that Disco Inferno feud? Uh, so next year, can we have the Scarlet Bordeaux like, Deep Throating Banana Award for the moment that doesn't fit in anywhere? <laughs> if anything, like, I else? think we can make that fit into best gimmick for Scarlet Bordeaux Potassium Advocate. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Hold on one second. I'm sorry? That's supposed to be the most shocking thing I've ever heard you say on, while you're recording. No, it really isn't. That's a very good point. Very true. Just out of context, because again, she can't hear what you guys are saying. So I'm just talking about uh, deep throating banana. No, it was just a very impressive move, and uh, that's one to be recognized. It doesn't fit in here anywhere. So, yeah. Best finisher, maybe? <laughs> oh. oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell Toby about finishing. Yeah, Yo, we tell her, baby. <laughs> I mean, I guess that banana was the jobber? Uh... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Jeez. Hey, look, uh, deep throating banana, banana, uh, banana peel. What a great comedic device. The Santino Morello Award for Excellence in Comedic Wrestling. Let's go ahead and start off with uh, Mullet for the first time tonight. I have last year's winner, so I'm going to just, uh, as we get these, I'll say last year's winner was R Truth. Uh, my nominee uh, this year is R Truth. <laughs> great. Uh, sl- slash Drake Maverick. Um, <laughs> Because when that 24-7 thing just started, those two were on fire every week doing all kinds of great stuff. Uh, Tope, you have the same. Uh, I uh, Let's see here. Augie, go ahead. Uh, Widden also has R-Truth. Damn, everybody went R-Truth. Well, these guys I think are way funnier than R-Truth. Give me Orange Cassie and the best friends. 
All right. So yeah, I also had Truth, Maverick. Um, I uh, Chuck Taylor, I think, could be an actual comedy writer just in life. Uh, so he's always a, a shoo-in for me. Uh, I also have on here. Let me just make sure I'm not missing anybody. Uh, I also have on here uh, Malcolm Bivens. Uh, Ooh, good Twitter game. Great Twitter game. We'll get to him later uh, in some later uh, categories. And then, of course, uh, Michael Nakazawa. Is that the the oh, rugby yeah. dude from uh, New Japan? No. No, that's, uh, that's, that's Nakazawa's uh, the one that had a Lego match. Yes, the baby oil. Yeah. The <laughs> nah, I mean, I would have voted for Nakazawa also, but I think the, the other guy from New Japan, the, the rugby guy, I think he gets a nominee over. Uh, whatever, just a nominee. <laughs> Toy, I forgot how to do this shit. Talk? Taguchi. Taguchi, <laughs> Taguchi did, is did, always prime. Did Augie just also nominate Taguchi? Yes, throw Taguchi God there. Damn three it. for three! But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, Rich, were you, were you the only one that put Orange Cassidy? No. Uh, okay. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Augie had Orange Cassidy. Uh, I didn't have Orange Cassidy. Is that what you were asking? Oh, no, yeah. I thought, uh, you put Best Friends. No, uh, I had Best Friends. I think he oh, said Chuck Taylor. I got confused because yeah, you were talking about Chucky e. T being a writer. Okay. Yeah. I was just shocked. Uh, that the, the, I can't remember if I did or did not type Orange Cassidy because I have two different did. lists. But, okay. Um, next category, another new category. Uh, I don't remember why it was... I, I don't know if this is a typo or why it's named this. The expensive heat award. Oh yeah, cheap pop, expensive heat. Duh. Let's go. Let's do this. Because uh, last year we were doing the once you pop, and uh, the winner ended ended up actually being like yep. Elias and Kevin Owens, which was actually heat, not so much all pop. So we created Correct. this one as an offshoot. Yes. Um, Tope, let's start with you. I want my boy Seth Rollins on Twitter, baby, talking to the marks, bruh. <laughs> and also, Seth, and can I add to because I just thought of it speaking of Twitter, uh, just Randy Orton in general. <laughs> His whole career. Just him. All right. I re listened to, I re listened to your Randy Orton opinion uh, today uh, on my way to work because it made me feel so much better, Topo. <laughs> <laughs> Augie. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I think Tope hates this guy too, so I guess he gets some heat. Give me MJF. Mm. Mm. Not wrong. Win. Uh, I picked Shane McMahon for this. Ooh. Uh, especially after WrestleMania, all the way until yeah. SmackDown went on Fox, nobody was got more heat than Shane McMahon. Wow, that was a long time. Right. And Mullet. Round us out. Um, I think I had three. Um, I also had Seth Rollins. With his, bleh, I'm talking like Porky Pig tonight. Specifically, Seth, when he went back to NXT and the crowd chanted, you're not cool at him. That was just so <laughs> dark. Oh. Good Lord, that hurt. Honestly, uh, that, that, that 30 days of, including like Hell in a Cell too, when he got fucking ruined in the Fiend match. Yeah, Seth, Seth had a rough couple months, but I think he's going to be okay now. Uh, my other two were ones we were actually there for live, uh, and they weren't good uses of heat, but God damn it, they were cheap heat. Kenny King uh, winning the Honor Rumble over Jushin Thunder Liger and the Great Muda. Uh, 
Oh, oh yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. And oh. and then at two and then two hours later, Enzo and Cass debuting and ending their careers in Ring of Honor. That's exactly what I was going to bring up right when you brought that up because I was like, talk about expensive heat. They probably paid them for, to do that shit, to show up and then just never do anything ever again. Not I, great, Bob. I forgot about that. Well, I didn't because of another nominee sure. later on, but I forgot about that. Yeah, right, baby? It's coming. Wow. Oh, it's coming. I, that, that's, a, that's, that's a lot of good nominees in that one. Yeah. for heat. All right. Well, opposite. Once you pop award, best pop of the year. Uh, let's go ahead and get started with Witten. Uh, I actually wrote down a couple of nominees for this one. Um, I'll give the one that I don't think anybody else is going to give. NXT UK TakeOver Cardiff. Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster winning the UK tag titles. The pop that they got for that was was unbelievable. Again, there's other ones I have, but I think they'll be said by the others. But that was one that I distinctly remember. Good call. Oh, yeah, good. Uh, and also, uh, uh, just to remind you, you could also just go to the uh, what's the dang Swaggy's page that we have? So if you want to know all the previous winners. Oh, I'm sorry. I totally forgot. Uh, no, 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 no. So we don't have to spend time doing it here. Yeah, you could just go to the uh, what is it? Is it Swaggy's? I have it here. I just had my piece of paper over it. <laughs> I can handle it. No, I know. Last so year, like I already said go... was. Okay, no, no, no. no. It'll be in the comments. Uh, yeah. Just so we don't have to, to, to spend time uh, going over all the past winners and stuff, go to arcadeaudio.net slash swaggy awards uh, for all your past winners. Um, Mullet, uh, go ahead and tell us who you nominated. You got a, a bit here. Yeah, I have a couple. Uh, so both from the beginning of the year, I think both from January, uh, Roman announcing his leukemias in remission was mm. quite a pop and quite a moment. Uh, Becky entering the Rumble. Anytime that the announcers have to acknowledge how deafening it is and they sound like they're trying to shout over people is a good pop, and that was one there. Uh, and Kofi winning the title at Mania were three uh, big ones. I can't remember if I wrote... Did I write a fourth one, Rich? Uh, no, that's all you had. Okay. All right, oh, see. wait, wait, wait. I have... What was the last one you just said? Kofi. Uh, you had uh, Moxley's debut as well. Yeah, and then, okay, I wasn't sure which one other one I'd put there, yeah. And then Moxley debuting a double or nothing uh, was, yeah, all great moments where, like, the camera is shaking and everything's all right. Uh, Tope also had all of those. Well, technically, Tope, your Becky Lynch one was her winning the Royal Rumble. The, the entire, you know, the, the process whole. of her getting in and winning. Uh, I have uh, those as well. Um, also, just having been there for this, it was pretty raucous in the arena. Uh, Orange Cassidy debuting it all out uh, was, yeah. was a pretty good pop. Uh, and then I also have this one, but Augie, I'll go ahead and just let you take this. Oh, you got the same as me? Nice. All right. Yeah, I, I think this is um, the loudest pop that I've been like at a show for. And I, it was when the Great Muda came out for G1 Supercard. Ooh. Yo, yeah. That fucking yeah. place was loud as shit. 
just to add to the list, I, I, mean, I don't think we're actually put this on the list, but I just want to acknowledge this pop of when a certain Johnny Gargano kicked out of a finisher at NXT New York. And <laughs> <laughs> the sound that came out of Rich Camucci's mouth, I've never, I've watched that probably a thousand times. <laughs> I also just rewatched that the other day too. Rich had veins on top of veins. <laughs> Although that is like, I, I do think that does deserve to be nominated because I specifically, after taking the camera off of Rich's fucking face, I had to like turn the camera to show the crowd because it was just nuts in there. Like, that was one of the best fall fin- false finishes of all time. Oh, that disgusted me to say. Great, I guess it's added. <laughs> it's my job award. Uh, for best jobber of the year. Um, I... I'm going to go ahead and get this one kicked off since none of you <laughs> bitches nominated him. Fucking Kona Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> this is the one year anniversary of, of you and Kona Reeves. The, the, yeah. the, uh, the war to settle the score. Hasn't it been lovely? Uh, uh, Tope, go ahead. Hey, how about that good old guy, Marco Stunt? Because he's so small. I don't get it. But hey, people like him, I think. Augie, who you got? Hey, man, he's the king until he's dethroned. So give him another award. Keep keep me with uh, Kurt Hawkins. <laughs> I think we actually renamed this the Kurt Hawkins Memorial Jobber Award last year, right? <laughs> uh, I don't know, but he was a champion this year. So I don't know yeah. if that qualifies him or not. Yeah, he won the match. He finally did it. Rich, I saw him chasing after a human being that was wearing a green title yesterday. Well, He's, he's a, a jobber again. Hey, you know. How about Spencer's nominee in uh, Matt Nix? Uh, he was on the episode of Dynamite before Thanksgiving and had a match with Cody. And he's a good old Chicago guy. He works at Pro Wrestling Tees. He owns Freelance Wrestling. Good dude. He's got a lot of jobs. Jobber. Yeah, a lot of jobs. <laughs> got it. Winner. Just took it literally. Uh, mullet, you have two here, and I'm, I might actually disqualify one. Uh-oh. I would love to know which one of these two you're disqualifying. <laughs> I know it's not. It's, it's got to be It's got to be EC3 you're disqualifying, right? Yeah, because you got to have matches to be a fucking jobber. I <sighs> think that he transcends it. <laughs> like, <laughs> if, you, if you are the, like, one of the, the best cases of leaving WWE and having success and then you come back and you're somehow worse off than you were before you left because you're just not working come on that's just impressive you've made your point I don't know what like this time last year he had just beaten Dean Ambrose on TV and that was the last victory I remember him having on TV it, uh, and it's other than that, that wasn't even about him no it wasn't about him at all um, my other nominee was No Way Jose that guy's like 6'6 he's jacked he has a great look, and he couldn't fucking buy a win from a fucking toddler. It's incredible how bad that guy's life is. <laughs> it's just so sad. You just brought it into his whole fucking life. That's, that's he started, dire. He started dressing up. He started dressing up like Naomi to get attention, and then it didn't work. So he just went back to what he was doing. Well, this took a, 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 what a turn for the worst in his career. Hey, speaking of turn, your best heel or face turn of the year. Widen, get us kicked off. 
Oh my oh my gosh. Did I give you oh hi there, Augie. Uh <laughs> Augie, why do you look like a fucking Briscoe? What are you doing? <laughs> Turn your video off. We can't... I came back before the, I came back from the ring, so this is my work attire. Jesus. Uh Rich, just confirm for me real quick. Did I give you four nominees for that? Yes. Okay. Uh I'll get uh I'll get I'll get one out of the way right now. Apologies to heal Dakota Kai. Oh, that was too knowing of a that was too knowing of a sound. (laughs) (laughs) So that I will take I will take that one, Dakota Kai. Uh, Okay. Uh, Spencer uh, has Finn Balor. Uh, Augie, why don't you go ahead and tell us who you nominated? What's this for? My computer just took a shit. Best heel or face turn of the year? I think for this one... Did I put The Fiend? Well, you put Bray Wyatt. Yeah. For that. Yeah. For The Fiend specifically, though. We'll go over the other one later. (laughs) But yeah, for The Fiend. He made him say... He went from from being... when what he turned heel, and that's when he debuted the fiend, didn't he? I, I mean, I guess you can consider him, yeah. I guess he was a face before he left. I'll give it to you. I just know we're gonna get into him a lot, I'm guessing. <laughs> so that's why I was like, What? Oh, no, 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 I just have one or two other things I gotta say about him later. Okay, <laughs> a lot. Mullet, who you got? Uh, my new favorite professional wrestler, Io Shirai. Uh, yeah, and how is she ever not a fucking heel? Because she's incredible at it. Yeah, and it was really effective against one of the best sympathetic baby faces ever, Candice LeRae. So, yeah, uh, you also have uh, that I put AJ Styles. No, I don't know. I think I I had Dakota Kai written down. If I put somebody else, and I you forgot, did. I don't. Kevin know. Owens. Oh yeah, yeah. Like man, he had like a little mini Big Show year, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he started the year. He started the year as a babyface in that whole like Daniel Bryan Kofi thing, and then he like was kind of immediately heel again. And then he was a babyface with the New Day for two weeks, and he was a heel again. And then he turned babyface against Shane, and now he's just a great babyface. Yeah, all those. <laughs> no one said any of mine, which I'm shocked. First one was like kind of recent, but not really. Uh, Seth Rollins, because he's this been yep. a slow heel turn. <laughs> Uh, one was uh, Tomasa Ciampa. Does uh, his hug with Gargano and then Ooh. just becoming a great baby face. That's a good one. And then the, the documentary, the two-part documentary is really good, too. And yeah, and just, just the, the hug at the end of NXT New York. It's like, man, that's just a great way to end all that. And then fucking, I heard all about this guy, and then he went away for like three years. I think he had an injury or something, and then came back. Give me that Kenta, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Joining that bullet club. Yeah, that was like one of the hottest little angles. I totally forgot about that. That's how just out of New I've been. Yeah, I also had Kenta. uh, And then I also, uh, this is kind of a a heel turn in two parts. I had Bailey. Uh, One, kind of Mm. siding with Sasha. And then the full turn. Uh, or the river, I guess, 
would be when she just sliced down the damn uh, Bailey buddies. And then the one just like fell on her fucking face. And it was a, a hell of a moment. Long time it, coming. For some reason. Pretty much everyone but Becky Turn of the four uh, horsewomen. It's been a weird year. Speaking of weird year, the Zack Ryder Memorial Award for Best Social Media Use. Um, let's go ahead and start off. I'll go ahead and get us kicked off. I haven't done that yet, I think. Um, I have a few nominations here. I'll go ahead and say what has what's not yet going to be said. Um, I have Malcolm Bivens again. Uh, just an incredible follow. Uh, I'm very good at creating content. Uh, also good at creating content, RJ City. Um, he's just a good, funny follow. Um, yeah, that's that's what I got. Uh, how about uh, Tope? Are you about to go? Uh, no, no, it was just those are two good ones. And then uh, I'll add mine. Uh, Seth Rollins again, just because I like what he's doing to people. <laughs> And uh, Chucky e. T, because I wanted to say the fucking S word on live say TV. Say the S word. <laughs> He's going to fucking that, say the S word. That's going to be our nominee for 2020 pop of the year when it happens, because that <laughs> oh. place is going to go fucking bananas. Uh, also, he's a good Instagram follow as well. I'll just put that out there. Oh, let's yeah, see. This is social media. Yeah, not just Twitter. <laughs> fuck, Cena then. Always <laughs> Cena. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's actually for real, though. Yeah. He actually, made, he actually right sort of convinced people he was going to be Dr. Manhattan on Watchmen because he just kept putting Dr. Manhattan pictures up. <laughs> no, he's just a big fan. Yeah, it's just what he was watching at the time. Um, Witten, who you got? Uh, for the t- purpose of the 24-7 title, I've got Drake Maverick. Just with the whole searching for our truth and constantly telling us how he hasn't consummated his marriage, uh, it's been a, it's been a lot of good stuff social media wise for Drake Maverick. Yeah, and all the twenty four seven stuff as well. Uh, I think you could wrap that in there. How did that off? Because they... the same reasons as always. Yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> Uh, Spencer has uh, AEW Dark specifically for being their YouTube show and Mullet you want to round us out? Uh, I think I mentioned AEW as well just everything overall uh, I mentioned Oni Lurkin because Oni Lurkin will shout at you on Twitter and it's the most amazing fucking thing it's great. Yes <laughs> oh, oh, I forgot about that Put him up All capital letter tweets just like Vince McMahon saw me today and ate a steakums and now I'm going to go whack off Yes, I believe everything that he says in that tweet. Did he get his release? No, apparently he re-signed. Oh, all right. Well, in the midst of all those guys getting released, he actually just apparently they gave him what he wanted. All right. Best merchandise of the year. I'll admit, kind of a a down year. And only Mm -hmm. two, three of you uh, submitted uh any nominees so let's go ahead and start with augie uh yeah mine's gonna be uh space monkey specifically uh that shirt where he has a 64-bit version of himself in the ring and to the bar in chicago that i left that shirt at never return my call you are welcome (laughs) 
Damien, you took my follow-up question. I was like, there's no way you got that shirt back. I didn't remember. No. They never called me. I called them bitches twice. They really wanted that Space Monkey shirt. <laughs> Mullet. Uh, did I put two? You did. Okay. Uh, first one, kind of the only thing I could think of for an individual, like, one piece. Uh, Joey Janela had a really, really good, like, first AW shirt. Fit his, like, whole 80s, yeah. 90s, bad boy, VHS shit. If I was going to buy a shirt at the AW show we went to, it would have been that one. Uh, my other nominee is Bray Wyatt. All of it. They've created everything. There's puppets. There's puppets. There's, I like, saw that. Holiday boxes. The mask. They made a $8,000 replica custom Tom Savini title belt. Um, there's a head like lantern thing, too. So they made the thing. They're selling fucking lanterns like they're Home Depot. Um, and <laughs> he's selling them like fucking crazy. He's number one with a fucking bullet on all of it. Uh, so, yeah, I uh, specifically the puppets. Like, man, I wish those were like slightly less quality puppets because I would buy like a $20 Ramblin' Rabbit puppet, not a $50 Ramblin' Rabbit puppet. That's just ridiculous. <laughs> oh, pardon me. And Tope. Um, I just said <laughs> the mask specifically for uh, The Fiend, but I agree with everything that Mullet said. And then uh, give me a little bit of the bubbly. Just the fact that they're selling water. <laughs> water. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking marks. Water. Oh, Rich, you said this God. is a down year for it. Fuck that. We got puppets versus water in merchandise. This is great. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. <clears throat> All right. Um, just, a calendar one last year. So, <laughs> so it's always been a little weird. <laughs> Very true. Uh, best finisher name. Uh, let's go with someone who didn't have anything last round. Uh, I'll go ahead and say it. I don't see this anywhere else. Oh, nope. I'm, I'm going to take one of yours. Uh, private parties finisher, gin and juice. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I should call it a win and juice. Uh, that's bad. I'm sorry. Nope. That's why they didn't do it. <laughs> 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 well, Tope, what other good ones are there? <laughs> After that one, uh, going with the old classic because it's just so fucking good. Black Mass, just I will nominate that every single year forever. And then I think I found out about this this year when we were doing uh, Pickums. I know it was a name, but Woman's Right is an amazing finisher name. God, it's, it's brilliant. So fucking as bad as she is and getting slowly better that's so fucking good it's it's a perfect pun bastard took my line <laughs> uh well what else would you have to say mullet uh you guys took the, the two of my first three my other one i had was the paradigm shift because it's, it's just you took a promo line and built it into something that just fits uh if he ever does it from the top rope again i will personally drive to his house and tell him to stop it <laughs> that was disgusting. Uh, Augie? Give me some of that bitter end from Pete Dunn. Classic. And Witten. Uh We actually talked about this on the Discord. Uh, Chris Jericho's Judas Effect. Good name. Good name. I like that. All right. 
Moving on, better best title run. That yeah, yeah. better name than move. Uh, let's see, best title run. Let's. I'm gonna go ahead and let's start with Tope on this one. Uh, great moment when he won it, and people forget the fucking he yeeted out of a cage to win a title. Give me Kofi Kingston. <laughs> the did. greatest. It's the greatest end to a cage match of all time. <laughs> <laughs> it was almost it was almost the greatest end to a career. <laughs> he yeah, fuck fuck it. Good with that. If he dies, he dies. <laughs> but that's that was one of mine too, and it was it was it's such a shame that that reign ended obviously the way that it did because yeah. he was one of the better booked champions, not necessarily having like the spotlight but better book champions in terms of being protected and in terms of like the, like the degrees of stories he was having with Orton and Joe and Owens. Yeah. That, that was one of mine. Absolutely. While I'm already on it, I'll go ahead and do the rest of mine, Rich. I think I had two more. Correct. Yes. Uh, Shayna Baszler's NXT title run. I think it's the only title run that actually lasted the full calendar year. Um, second run. Is this her second run? She's over 400 days. Yeah, yeah, she won it at Evolution last October. So yeah, so she's. It's going to be a big moment when, uh, when you've heard this, Rhea Ripley's probably ended her title reign tomorrow. <laughs> but that's it's going to seem like a big moment. It's going to be a big launching pad for Rhea Ripley to do that, and she's done a great job with it. The other one is Walter. I want it to be twenty twenty eight, and there's been four WWE UK champions. <laughs> I want this title to just be like fucking the WWF Championship. Uh, I want the next I, UK championship champion to not have been born. I, I was going to put... <laughs> yeah. yeah, I want Walter to be the fabulous moolah of the WWE UK championship for all the right reasons. Um, I, had, I had Walter down as like a, a dark horse who won the year candidate, and I took it off when he got fucking stupidly jobbed out in two minutes at fucking Survivor yeah. Series. But um, yeah, I, like, there's nobody... Like, there was nobody to beat Pete Dunn for that title. There's nobody to beat Walter for that. They're going to have to sign somebody to have him be beat. So, yeah, I see, I love him. Augie? Yeah, I got uh, I got Chris Jericho for two reasons. Um, one, because he's... Week of the week. Had the belt a little while, and two week of the week, the title actually ran away from him at a Longhorn Steakhouse. <laughs> ah, <laughs> I'm so pissed, and I didn't think of that. I've never been jealous of a week of the week before. God damn. <laughs> uh, and yeah, wrapping things up. Uh, always a safe bet, uh, Okada. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 He hasn't lost it since we saw him fucking win it in person. Yeah. So, you know, there's that. Uh, cool. Uh, real life story of the year. Mullet, just go ahead and get it out of the way. Oh, uh, which... Oh, yeah, he's back. Yay! <laughs> he's doing stupid Jeopardy games with fucking Bear Corbin. Great. Jameson Webb? That's just for us. Never mind. That's just for us. Just for us. <laughs> hey, do you want to get that joke? Tune into your television at 7 p.m. I've never recorded a Jeopardy in my life, and I'm about to. Um, 
Cool. Well, uh, while we're at it, I'll just go ahead and round that uh, uh, out with a callback to what we also just talked about. Chris Jericho misplacing the goddamn AEW title the day after he fucking won it. I'd say that's <laughs> yep. kind of a, 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 a big story. Mm-hmm. Um, Don't forget to put out a Longhorn Steakhouse. That's a very important detail of that note. <laughs> at a Longhorn <laughs> Steakhouse. You could, you could lose it anywhere, but at a Longhorn. Tope. Of course, I had Chris Jericho, but also the little Wednesday Night Wars thing. You know, the little little company was started, so I feel like we should acknowledge that. That was a pretty big story. Yeah. Yeah, it was. A tiny one. That's my nominee, so just skip over me. <laughs> All right, yeah, that was right. Uh, ROA or AEW, sorry. Uh, that does lead me hey, to you Witten, your you're fucking mouth, Rich. And <laughs> <laughs> ain't nobody give a fuck about no bullshit ROH. <laughs> Just the decline of it all. Like, d- like, does anybody know how many how yes. many buys Final Battle had? Anybody? Okay. Did that get released? Or they don't. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. So yeah, yeah just I wish I, I wish we had any time to catch Augie up on anything that's happened. <laughs> you know, I, I bought more individual items at Taco Bell this year than people bought. <laughs> <final food. laughs> Which, to be fair, in their defense, is a lot. So, we don't have to get caught up, but apparently it's gotten worse since the G1 Supercar, because they kind of fucked that up. It's been mostly downhill from there. Uh, Let me give you one sentence now, and I might try to sprinkle them in when they come out. Uh, They fired their current women's champion uh, while she had a concussion. (laughs) (laughs) Seems like the worst one I could come up with, right? (laughs) Pretty good. (laughs) Yeah, I, I can only think of one other one other worst story, but we'll move on. We'll Mullet, you had one uh, story left. Oh yeah, the exact opposite of all that bullshit. Oh, Roman Reigns beat cancer. Yeah, it's a, that's yeah. a that's a big one, and just came back and honestly had a great year. Yeah. He's even even if that didn't happen, I would you'd be very hard pressed to hate Roman Reigns right now. But book great, had great matches, good mic work, had a great year. Great story. Ebbs and flows. Most devastating injury of the year. Uh, Widden, let's start with you. Uh, I've got a couple of them on here. Uh, I'll just I'll go ahead and get one that I thought was pretty devastating. Ruby Riot. Oh, wow. Yeah, because they split them up. They split up Riot Squad, and it's the perfect time for her to kind of branch out and go off on her own finally. And she gets the injury that just has kept her out for months and months and months. She does feel like her absence. Like it does feel like she would fit so many like good spots like right. in the past year of how weak both rosters have been. Yes. Uh, along the same lines, Augie. Yeah. I, I don't know how accurate I am with this, um, but I feel like every single time she's about to get a push, she either gets injured or something. So Ember Moon. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Did she, she also rup? Did she also rupture her Achilles, like Woods? Uh, uh, I think that was what I read. Yeah, that, and uh, I think currently now yeah. it's her shoulder or something. Uh, her shoulder was fucked up before. Yeah, she just has 
such a bad string of luck. Week of the week. Man, like what a wolf would say to the moon, woof. No, no. Uh, we got two uh, weeks of weeks on this show. <laughs> I'm not envious of that one. <laughs> um, Let's just go ahead. There are... Witten, give me your last one. The the last one I wrote on that list? Yeah. Uh, oh, shit. I can't remember which one it was. Does it begin with a C or an S? S. Thank you. Samoa Joe. Hmm. Because because it's the same thing. He could be put into places to fill in storylines and be like a top heel right now. Don't don't get me wrong. He's doing great commentary work. Okay, uh, he, set on... up, he set himself up for life. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that was exactly. one thing. Doing, doing my research for this was like everyone was like so happy he's doing commentary, and I was like, oh okay, I guess he found his calling, but maybe not. I just, oh, man, I just I miss him in the ring. I really do. Uh. Not to get too deep into next week's Raw spoilers, but we're not going to be watching because it's Christmas week, but looks like he's wrapping up that commentary gig. <laughs> hey, all right. Okay. Yeah. And uh, Mullet and Tope, you have the, the same two in the same order, so Mullet, go first. I'm, oh, I don't, the only one I remember is Tommaso Ciampa. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That one. I'm, I'm shocked it's as quick as it, as it was, but still. Devastating in terms of culminating that story. It's going to work for the better, but, you know. And Tope. And just to add to that, I mean, that's literally could have been one of the greatest feuds of all time and have one a three-and-a-half-year payoff, and it just sucks that it didn't end, but they they figured it out. Um, mm-hmm. And also had uh, Moxley getting hurt before All Out. They, mm-hmm. again, made it work, but it's something that obviously he really wanted to do, and push things back, change plans, but uh, glad to see that he's wrestling again. I totally forgot. I just mentioned it when we were talking about Amber Moon, about Xavier Woods, but don't put him on the list. He's got plenty to do. He's, oh, yeah, he's that's doing not devastating fine. to him at all. Yeah, he's, he's great. That's, that's so, the, that's the oh, I have to play video games for 12 months. Yeah, I have all this time <laughs> to now just create content. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Most overrated. Um, I'm going to start with Augie on this one because, Augie, buddy, you're alone on this. Fuck that. King Corbin, no further comments. Properly yeah. rated. I'm, I'm so, yeah, I'm so proud of the rest of us for, for saying no. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's not overrated this year. What? I don't even know what that, again, I haven't been watching since WrestleMania, but... I have no but fucking idea what he could have done to win you guys over in a matter of months. You know, he hasn't won me over. <laughs> hey, don't get it twisted, all right? Oh, you just don't hate him? You just uh, totally forgot about him? I, 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 like... I, I do hate him, and that's his fucking job. <laughs> Is Yeah, it's in the right way. Him, and it's now in the right way. Uh, okay, that's... Really good matches to win the King of the Ring. He's... He is that heel that's going to get the comeuppance, but he's booked strongly because they know he'll elicit a reaction. He tees, he fucking fits. He fits. I, 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 do I want to watch him a lot of times? No, because I'd rather watch something else, but I get his part in the machine. He'll still probably win. 
<laughs> so yeah. that's back door number four. <laughs> well, uh, Mullet. I didn't hang up on my stuff. The fucking thing sucks. Okay. Just Mullet, you want to go ahead and give us, uh, go ahead and give us yours in reverse order if you have them in your order. <laughs> Great question. Reverse order, so from the one that's yeah. most controversial to least controversial, I'm guessing? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Becky Lynch was my first one. <laughs> now, I know I, I know. everyone stopped listening to me immediately when I just stand for King Corbin and said Becky Lynch. But <laughs> in, this, in I'm, I'm going to fight through this. In the scope of 2019, had weak matches, rested, I feel like, on the laurels of her character, and didn't like I don't felt deserved to be champion the whole year. She had one good match with Sasha, and that was pretty much it. And has drugged down a lot of pay-per-views and is not as over as people think she is. That's the definition I, overrated to me. I'd also just throw in there that she's had some pretty shit creative as well. Like she was feuding with sure. she got saddled with her not cool fiance and then sure. had to fight Lacey Evans how much? You know, so it's sure. not all on her. She's absolutely no, cooled the fuck off. And they still keep kind of putting her in positions with shitty creative, but good positioning. So, you know, anyway, continue. That's one. Uh, I feel like I should have bumped this one up over the past few weeks. Bobby Lashley just isn't good. Whatever he did at Impact, I'm not convinced that was Bobby Lashley. Wow! So you're going warrior theory on us? Oh, yeah, I'm going warrior theory on Lashley. Wait, when did when did they change Bobby Lashley's? Um, has they, has uh, he ever no, been good on a mic? Sorry. No, you're good. In Impact, like like for a few years when he was like their champion and stuff, everyone's like, "Man, I really wish we got this Bobby Lashley in WWE." He was like kind of confident on the mic, badass, you know, strong booked heel. And now he's, I mean, granted, what's he been doing? Making out with someone with his wife and showing his ass. I mean, again, creative. But in ring, like the match he had with Rusev, uh, like he's just really awkward and doesn't feel like he wants to be there. Feels like he's collecting a paycheck. Um, Number three on my list is Nyla Rose because she's not good in the ring. (laughs) She's just not. And she's positioned. Way too highly. I feel like they've cooled off on it as of late. But when everything was starting up, I was like, ugh, this is going to turn bad if they don't realize that she's not ready for the yep. world they're giving to her. How, how long has she been wrestling for? Uh, that's a great question. A couple uh, a couple years at least. I mean, I definitely yeah. feel like she is green. Yeah. But <sighs> I... hold on. Let me look it up. I know she was like an actress as well beforehand. Oh. Which I found out, like she was on like some soap opera. Or something. <laughs> it says on her, yeah, she's an American actress and professional wrestler, whatever. Oh. But I, I wasn't I, I, shit. Fuck it, I'm right there with you because I remember when you showed me who she was when we were at the AEW show, and I was just not impressed from the get go, like ever. And I just think that maybe she gets a little more attention, you know, because eh, I, I think also it's like, kind of Darren Young type of thing. You know what I mean? I think Darren Young, he had an extra year out of you know. His when he came out, or I, I don't know, it's just the whole PC thing. They just, they, they they have a longer leash. I'm gonna get myself well, in trouble here, but fuck it. Yeah, uh, I, I'm very proud of you there. Uh, 2012 is the answer to that, Rich. Okay. Um, so I I feel like it's been enough time. 
Can I get to the winner already? <laughs> Go ahead. Matt fucking Taven. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Taven. Oh, shit. And I, wrote, I typed it in all capital fucking letters on my page and on the computer. And now every time I say it, I want to do it like Team America World Police. Matt Taven. <laughs> like that. He's just he's just the fucking goddamn worst. I hate him so much. The end. Excellent. <laughs> uh Tope. Can you do something for me? Yeah. Can you fuck me up? Oh, I can do that. Oh, and I can't wait for this. I'll go with the easy one first. Sure. Uh Lacey Evans. This wasn't ready for the rumble spot. Fuck that up. Wasn't ready to be in the world title match for three months, fuck that up. Has gotten better. Still shouldn't be positioned anywhere close to the top. Whatever, fine, cool. Uh, well, she's, other... she's gonna be the she's gonna be the Rumble title match too, probably against Bailey. So, Jeez. so still getting overbooked. Yeah. yeah. So here's okay. I'll be as quick as I can. I remember when Shinsuke Nakamura debuted. I didn't. I watched wrestling a lot. I didn't know who the fuck he was, but he was presented as a fucking star. He, he was great entrance. Great match against a known star. And you know what? He fucking won. So I'm like, I like this guy, and he's booked well. There's another company who had the arrogance to be like, people know who Kenny Omega is, so we'll just have him start his career on this, like, down road. And I think that alone, to think he is a big enough star that they keep him presented as a loser, that's the definition of overrated. They've overrated him to the point where he is so low, in my mind, and any casual fan, he deserves to be on this list. Kenny Omega. Fuck yeah. Madman. He is. That's Ooh. what this shit is about. Tope, thank you for fucking bringing the spirit of the Swaggies. That's what it is, baby. If he's not overrated, then I don't know what he is. Because when the year started, that motherfucker was the biggest star in New Japan. And he's not even the third biggest baby. Cody Rose is a bigger baby face than him. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> overrated. Wow. All right, Tope, with as much thought that you put behind that one, please, moving on to most underrated, tell me who your nominee is. Oh, Cesaro. <laughs> Every year. <laughs> he's, he's really good, so, guys. As I, mentioned, as I mentioned at the top, like, like some of these awards we still do from the Observer. Technical wrestler in the Bruiser Brody Brawler Award. They might have to name it like the Antonio Cesaro Most Underrated Award. <laughs> He's won it so many goddamn times, and it's just a travesty. I for, I didn't even put Cesaro on my fucking list this year, and yeah. that's the point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where am I? There I am. Uh, Augie, that's interesting. <laughs> Well, I still think he's good, but he just, you know, ever since he got injured and lost the, and he had to give the belt up, he hasn't been the same. So give me Finn Balor. Hey, he, yeah, I think he was the legitimate winner last year. Yeah, I mean, I know he's, yeah. I, I know he's back in some sort of capacity. I don't know what, because again, I don't watch. But um, fuck. How'd they fight? We were so excited when he was in XT and he and he came out as a demon. We're like, dude, this will be fucking great during WrestleMania. And just, bleh. It's been like a big wet fart since he's been in the WWE. It's just not, it, I don't know. I feel like his best days yeah, were in NXT. 
when you're hearing this, he could be NXT champion again. We do not know. We're recording this on Tuesday. Yeah. Spencer nominated somebody we'll be mentioning for the first time tonight. Roosh. Oh, wow. He's still on the field? Yeah. yeah. Uh, he just lost... The- uh, here's another one of those ROH things I was going to type it, Augie. He just lost the ROH championship to PCO. Wow. That's it. For that bump that PCO took in the G1 Supercard, give him the fucking belt. That's fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. that That's my Scarlet Porto banana nominee. <laughs> that fucking bump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like the... No, oh, shit. New category. Bump of the year. Fuck. That would be it. That's a good, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, let's go back to the 80s so we can give them all to Roddy Piper. Uh, what was I going to say? <laughs> uh, so I watched the highlights of that main event. Thank you, Rich. I watched the highlights of that main event, and there are at least three times. It was the most overbooked clusterfuck match fucking ever. There's yeah. at least three moments where he legitimately almost died. He got thrown off the ramp onto a, like an open guardrail, and he almost just went right through like the end of it. Like He almost got impaled. Great. Uh, he went off the uh, the hood of a car and then Destro had to come and like jumpstart him again. Oh, fucking uh, and what was the, the other battery one? from the car? Yes, from the battery from the car. But Destro okay. couldn't pop the hood open, so he just had to rip the bumper off. Um, yeah, so a 51-year-old man is ROH champion. I love PCO, <laughs> but Spencer's yeah. right. Roosh is now officially underrated. <laughs> Uh, yeah, go ahead and let us know who else you got. Uh, I have three, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Oni Lorcan again. I said Oni Lorcan last year. I'll keep saying Oni Lorcan. Sure. Uh, I think I also said Andrade last year. Andrade is a top five talent in the world, and now it looks like he's going to get broken up from his manager for whatever reason. Um, and they have Umbuta Carrillo. I didn't even say his fucking name right. That's his new name, Umberti Carrillo. Um, beat him every fucking week for no fucking reason. Uh, ah, for the reason of I, dimples, my friend. Dimples. Man, Tope. As, can, we, can you talk some shit about Umberto Carrillo for me? Like you talked to me when you were here. <laughs> I don't think I can say any of that on air. <laughs> Just make up something new then. <laughs> I think I called him, I think I called him like good looking George Lopez. And that's the worst thing you can say about anyone, to be honest. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, hey, Augie's right here. How dare you? I re listened to last year's episode and I said that she was on in danger of becoming underrated if she continued to approve. And they didn't capitalize on it. She's continued to approve. They haven't capitalized on it. Sonya Deville. Yep. She's fantastic. And no argument on my hand. Jobbing every week. And Mandy, Mandy to a lesser extent, but Sonya's the real money there. Yeah. Win. We haven't heard from you lately. Uh, we're moving on to how are they still not signed? Yet, and this is of course to a major company. We've grown in major companies this year, um, and also some of them maybe have uh, receded into the shadows uh, as a major company this year. Um, but it's it's become a little bit more wonky. It's become a little bit more difficult to uh, come up with uh, uh, nominations for this. There's some good ones here I like. Uh, Witten, get us started off. The fact that Bandito is not signed to a major company right now is a goddamn shame because he is probably 
I mean, Bolas is talking about Andrade being in the top five globally. Bandito is definitely in that top five as well. I really hope all of our nominees are currently signed to ROH. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, mine well, is because I'm the same as Widen. Augie was the same as Widen with Bandito. Uh, Spencer has the same nomination as Tope. Tope, would you like to take it away? Uh, give me that boy, the villain, because ain't no one give a <laughs> fuck about no ROA. Oh, oh, well, technically, his contract's oh, up. I'm, I'm... No but one still gave a fuck. Like, the majority of it. And yes, nobody gave a fuck. He uh, showed up at NWA instead of showing back up at ROH. <laughs> <laughs> I did just... hang out with the question mark. <laughs> Did he some today when I was doing research that he's uh, apparently Marty Scroll isn't he like testing the the waters or something like that or he arguably has the most leverage right now of any free agent uh, that we're going to talk about. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It would shock all of us if we didn't know where he was going, but I think he's going to play around with everybody until the perfect time to make his, his ultimate debut. All right. And finally, Mullet with some actual unsigned talent. No, fuck all these three guys. You guys have the two right answers. Because <laughs> I, I didn't know, get the, the, These are good, though. They, all, they are very good. Uh, David Starr, who won't get signed because he terrifies everyone too much because I yep. think he's just going to immediately start a union. Uh, Effie. We didn't talk about Effie at all oh, when Effie emerged yeah. last year. Yes. Effie is very good all around at everything. Uh, and my biggest one, and this one just boggles my mind. Like, I don't, I, I haven't gotten it since 2011, Rich. Would that be correct? Was that when that Tough Enough was? Um, yeah. Marty the, huh. Marty the Moth Martinez. That guy is built. He's got the look. He was the best, maybe, overall character on Lucha Underground. Does great work. Will and do anything. And he he's just non-existent. There are 94 wrestling companies every week, and he's not on any of them. So, yeah, so someone sign Marty the Moth, please, because he's probably 40 years old now. Uh, you actually just reminded me because I didn't have a nomination until just now. But uh, same, unless something's changed. But even then, for the bulk of 2019, she wasn't. Mercedes Martinez. Just what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was brought out the surprise for AEW, and I don't think she's been on AEW since. No, I, mm, yeah, no, not shot. since. But, all right, so from being incredulous... So moving on to our feel-good story of the year. Uh, some, some good nominees here, I think. Um, so let's just go ahead and uh, mullet since you... Eh, we're going to uh, fold you into the middle there. Uh, Tope, go ahead. Kick us off with uh, the first one here. Uh, Kobe Kingston winning the world championship. Just yeah, everything leading up to that just felt right. And they, the mad lads fucking did it. And it was great. Yeah. <laughs> and they didn't fuck it up. Felt good. They yeah. didn't not one not at one point they fuck it up. They they told a good story that they didn't want to tell originally, but they told it and it was fucking awesome. A very underrated moment of the year related to that. Like just to show you how what a, a good moment that was was I know it was MVP, and maybe it was like, was it Shad from Crime Time or JTG or I, I think who it was specifically Shad it was, like, and yeah, MVP. Yeah, I, I know it was MVP, but just them like at some view party, like watching that and just like 
them embracing and hugging when that should happen was like that's like the definition of that was like yeah it was incredible and and at the same time at the at the uh wwe watch along on youtube uh, i think basically like a bunch of black talent just walked in and watched that match i remember specifically street profits and uh bianca belair were watching they were going crazy just that's what it's about yeah and that's that's also what you have WrestleMania for is like, not for like fucking moments with celebrities and shit like that, but like for these actual real moments, these this good shit. That's what you have such a large platform for. Um, uh, Augie, uh, you uh, have the same and several other people here. So uh, after you go, uh, Whit, go ahead and. and- <laughs> This is feel good story of the year. Yeah, yeah. This is why I didn't have him for real life story of the year. I should have probably done that because that makes more sense. But anyway, uh, feel good story of the year. Roman Reigns coming back. It's obvious. He literally feels good. Yeah, he feels great. You know, it's not feel good story of the year. Is my computer can't run two goddamn programs without fucking everything up. Oh, he'll turn. He'll turn. <laughs> fucking Skype and Evernote. God damn it. Augie, Work. Augie machine. Wait, go ahead. I was I was going to say I was going to say were we talking about Shaq Gaspard a couple of minutes ago? Why can't you say that name? <laughs> It'll never That's a throwback. That's still be saying Randy Orton. <laughs> Um, Spencer and I have the same, uh, with AEW launching, uh, just kind of changed the complexion of the business, gave guys options, let guys fucking leverage and shit like that. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Just, just, you know, it's cool just to see things happen like that. Like for the longest time, just felt like nothing was ever going to happen on that scale. And it did feels good. Uh, and then the last thing I have is master P buying house of glory. Uh, <laughs> feels good. Makes me oh, want to say, uh, "Oh, we forgot about not. best merch. We forgot about that Cody shirt where he's dressed up like Master P. We forgot about that. Did we? Oh, <laughs> if that, I'm, nominate, I'm nominating the Street Profit shirt. Then, if we're nominating that, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, uh. Uh, all right. Most fascinating person of the year. Let's go ahead and start off with mullet since you didn't get to go last last go round. Uh, I have a huge list on my paper. How many did I write in? Hold on. <clears throat> uh, you wrote in three. Three. Okay. Yes. I don't remember which ones I picked, so let everyone else go first, and I'll fill in what I missed. <laughs> Excellent. Um, <clears throat> Widen, who you got? It's it's hard because with this one, I was toying around between most fascinating and most entertaining, because um, you could have put him in both, but it's he's just fascinating in the. Way he does his things and the way he gets the pops that he does. Orange Cassidy. Yeah. It is pretty <laughs> fascinating. <laughs> yes. 
Tope. The man who won a world title, got engaged, had people turn on him, then turn back on him. Him going crazy on Meltzer, Seth Rollins for me. Just everything about his year has just grabbed me and people's reactions to him and the way he's reacted. It's just, it's extremely interesting to me what he's done this year. Uh, no, not wrong. I'll uh, go ahead, and this is one that's also on Mullet's list. Uh, ACH, uh, bit of a, a recent uh, uh, entrant, but uh, just with how everything went down with him and and WWE and and the way he went about it, which for the record, I'm personally in favor of because he sacrificed probably getting a job with a any larger company for the next few years. Um, to bring attention to a larger issue. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, that was a um, uh, pretty f- fucking uh, f- fucked up story to, ha- to, to have to follow. Um, but, you know, he came back at AAW recently um, and he, he fucking looks great. He sounds great. So, you know, like it's a bit of a home promotion for him, so hopefully, uh, yeah, hopefully, you know, he fucking gets the second fucking win to his career from this. Um, who's next? Uh, Augie. The dude said, "I don't like how shit is in wrestling right now. I'll make my own company the way I want." Oh, and yeah, I'll get big talent and actually be can you know somewhat successful with it. So give me Cody Rhodes. All right, and mullet. All right, let me fill in here. Uh, guy said, hey, I don't like how shit's being run over here, and I'm one of your biggest stars. Fuck you. I'm a crazy person. I'm going to go do everything else. John Moxley Deep. should win this award <laughs> maybe for the rest of time. Because talk about fascinating. <laughs> he just checks every fucking box and probably always has. Um, I, I'm going to say CM Punk is a joke. Don't add it to the list. Uh, <laughs> but it is fascinating. Um, I don't know. Again, I don't know if I wrote this one down, but Pac is another one. Pa- uh, or Pac. Sorry. <clears throat> Fuck, that sucks. Um, how's it? Wait, how's it spelled? It's P-A-C. And it's always been Pac, but now it's, it's Pac for some reason. No, well, he talks about how he got the damn name. It's because his, I think it was his dad. Because he had like a fucking six-pack, eight-pack. 24 pack, whatever. And that's what his dad used to call Fuck him as Pac. Father. It's Pac. Fuck your father. It's Pac. It's not too Pac. But, but a guy who like is so loyal to a company who gave him his start, but it, it, not that they're small potatoes, but we're not going to talk about Dragon Gate tonight. You know what I mean? Like, and he basically sacrificed, you know, his career for them in the States for a little while and waited until opportunities were right. Like it is fascinating just like who he is. Cause so he sat out so long and waited till the opportunity was right. So it'd be one. Um, I know I said John Moxley should win this award forever, but let's not forget that Teddy Hart exists. Still. <laughs> oh yeah. I have no words as to what's happened with Teddy Hart over the past, like, well, 30 some years, but in the past like month, like we saw him WrestleMania weekend. Cool, nice, cool guy, right? 
We took yeah. a picture with him and his doped up cat. And it's like, man, he's finally like turned it around. That's him turning it around. Number one. But then all of a sudden, uh, like he's not an MLW, the place that gave him another shot again now, because apparently his name got brought up in like his ex-girlfriend's disappearance, which apparently has already been cleared of, but you're fascinating and that you're a part of that conversation immediately just because of who you are. And now his YouTube channel with his girlfriend, Maria Manic now, you just can't stop watching it. And I feel like such trash every time I do. And now he's, he's gone again. He's been at every wrestling promotions crowd over the past like month. He was at NXT. He was at ROH. He was at AEW. And who's letting him bring this cat into the fucking building? It's not an emotional support cat. How is that getting into the building every time? I think it's probably just because of the way he's dressed. Like, are you going to tell that guy <laughs> he can't bring his cat in? That's a great fucking point. <laughs> Very true. Like, like you just know that person just like, man, I've had a fucking fine. <laughs> I've just had a day. Yeah. Rich, how rich? Because you were backstage at MLW's pay-per-view. He was fairly late, right? Is what you said? Yeah. Yeah. And brought a stripper? Mm. Oh. I don't know who she was. <laughs> But <laughs> she neither she. I've seen strip before. It's it's just fat. Like I want to work on a good Teddy Hart impression because if you just watch any video of him ever, it's like the stream of consciousness is mind numbing. Like he could just talk for fifteen minutes straight and not take a fucking breath and be mad at somebody. And happy about somebody all in the same conversation. It's cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> it's really what I'm getting around to. Is it cocaine? So, it's everything. I think it's everything. They yeah, had a video, him and Maria Manic, where like somebody saw something on the table that they looked like cocaine. So they posted the video. People kept making comments on it. They immediately posted another video explaining it was like dietary supplements or something. Like, oh, yeah, because that's how everybody takes dietary supplements, it's crushed up on a table. And a mirror. <laughs> They've broken up on at least two different videos. And then the next video, they're talking about him, her jerking him off on a plane. Like, I, I don't want to tell you guys to watch this. Don't watch this. I'm taking the bullet for everybody. Send me don't the links. Do I don't watch it. Send me the links. So I don't watch it. <laughs> over like 48 minutes. And I just like skip to the middle. And then God knows what's happening in the middle of them. He was just in a tub in one of them. I was like, Jesus Christ. All right, all right. He wins most fascinating person of the year. Next. <laughs> <laughs> Again, this is just making up. This is the Charles Robinson uh, corollary, you know? Like, I'm just making yeah. up for lost time with Teddy Hart. Uh, well, moving on to one of my favorite categories uh, every year. Is, and, you know, it shows how creative people can be. Dream match of the year. If company, countries, and contracts didn't matter uh, to the landscape of the industry. Um, I'll just go ahead and say uh, Spencer's nomination is CM Punk versus Daniel Bryan. Yes. Good boy. Let's go with uh, Witten. What's your what's your entry? I here? I had to think about this. I had a bunch of names written down, and then I picked two and put them together, and I was like, "Yeah, this is definitely going to work." I want to see some big boy action. Give me Walter. Versus Tomohiro Ishii. 
And tell mm-hmm. me you would not love the shit out of that. My, my chest is turned into <laughs> Kofi Kingston's. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, oh my god. Like, I think Ishii would turn into like just a... Uh, like he obviously has no neck anymore, but his face would just be into his chest at that point. He'd look um, like Krang. He'd look like that. <laughs> uh, Mullah, what do you got for us? I got three. I'll just rattle them off real quick. Uh, off. On that big boy, on that big boy trip, Walter and Samoa Joe. Oh uh, fuck yes. Pete Dunn and Pentagon Junior. Because fuck all your limbs. <laughs> <laughs> And the one that's actually the closest from realistically happening, and I hope we get, John mm-hmm. Moxley versus Minoru Suzuki. Inject that shit into my veins when I'm at least a thousand miles away. <laughs> All right. Uh, Augie, hit me with it. Yeah, I, 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 I just want to see some high-flying shit, so give me some Bandito versus Ricochet. Ooh, I don't think we ever got that, too. Yeah, that it was brief. That feels like one of those things that we wouldn't have seen like on a WrestleMania weekend, but yeah, I don't think we have. Uh, they just missed each other, I think. Yeah, and Tope, go ahead and finish us off. Uh, give me Rhea Ripley versus Tessa Blanchard. Yo. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Keith Lee versus John Cena, just for I the love- fucking facial expressions and that entire thing. I love that one. So That's much. great. I uh, just uh, I want that so bad, and uh, Walter vs. Okada, because I want to see a man mm. die. He's gonna hit his chest, <laughs> and fucking coins will come out. Scott Pilgrim enthusiast, Tokyo Avengers. Ah. Moving right along. Uh, Mullet, kick us off. Yo, cutest couple. For cutest couple. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't remember how many I have here. You have three. Um, three. Okay. So, uh, Keith Lee and Mia Yim. When Mia Lim had maybe, like, the roughest match I've ever seen a female ever have until Kyrie Sane this week. Or two weeks ago, from whenever this is airing now. Oh, and she went through, took the two worst fucking ladder bumps I've maybe ever seen. And at the end of the night, Keith Lee just came out and like gave her a hug as she got a standing ovation. I was like, oh, these two kids, they need each other, and they're very good together. Uh, the Iconics, always. Um, if those for you that are just joining the wrestling community, uh, the Iconics are Billy Kane, Peyton Royce. You know, you haven't seen them in a little while, but they're really good. Trust us. Uh, and finally, the winner of this award, Dana Brooke and Batista. Uh, we're calling that a couple now. We're calling that a couple. Yeah, yeah, we're calling that a couple. They, they ain't. (laughs) What do you call it, Tope? (laughs) That is a fucking atom exploding. That is just to call that two entities coming together a couple is an insult to them. That's just magic. (laughs) Jeez. Tope, speak from experience much? <laughs> hey, man. They're, they're, yeah. Hey, 
All right, Tope. Tope, why don't you tell us what a real couple is? Oh, it's the Garganos, baby. Always. Them coming out on the rumble together, too. Like, what are we? Oh, my God. I love them. They're in love. That's it. <laughs> Couldn't have said it better myself, my friend. Uh, <laughs> Augie, who you got? I mean, it's 100% the Garganos, but uh, they already won, so I was going to go with uh, Ricochet and Casey. Even though I doesn't know, I don't think that qualifies because she's not technically a wrestler uh, anymore, but fuck it. It still hasn't been confirmed. Who knows? No one knows for sure. Also, apparently Eric Bugenhagen got released. Oh, darn. <laughs> or he quit. I don't know. <laughs> Say that name again? Eric Bugenhagen. Bugenhagen? <laughs> you, have something, you have something in your throat. Say it again. Eric Bugenhagen. Okay. Well. No. I didn't write anybody but the Garganos this year, so this is my fault, everybody. Sorry. <laughs> it's, it's 100% Garganos. They're, they're the only ones even worth talking about. Uh, Witten? Yeah. Hello. We forgot about Charlotte and Andrade. I wrote them down. I immediately deleted them. <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> nope. Nope. Like, they passed the eye test, and are they, I'm sure they're great, but I'm like, just no. I don't know why. <laughs> you're right. I just, yeah, you're right. You're right. I just want to see I just want to see what things Andrade and Ric Flair get up to. That's, that's it. Like, drugs. drugs. <laughs> they get into drugs. Come on, man. <laughs> no, no. It's mostly drugs, though. I do like mostly drugs. <laughs> The video of Charlotte reacting to her dad, her dad's ringtone being Ric Flair drip. That was, <laughs> it's something that we all knew. We just didn't think about. And then it happened. And it's like, oh, that's great. Uh, mm-hmm. My nominee for cutest couple is uh, Daddy's Home, Champa, and Goldie. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, you're just making your rounds around the family. <laughs> it's really love, baby. You gotta spread the love. <laughs> this is really this is Kenny Omega and Kota Bushi's fault. They had to break up, and they're not here to win this again. All right, comeback wrestler of the year. This means they're a non-part-time or they're a full-time wrestler that experienced a career rejuvenation, and they just fucking just struck on some gold and and fucking knocked it out of the park. Um. I'll go ahead and start this one off. Because uh, you know they ain't never took a fucking break because they ain't gone anywhere. The Rock and Roll Express, Bubba. You do not stop for goddamn 69 years and you goddamn know it, Bubba. Goddamn. <laughs> uh, and also, oh, Dustin. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> And who'd you say? And Dustin Rhodes. And Dustin Rhodes. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, Spencer. Uh, I, I, I don't disagree with this one, said John Moxley. Yeah, I don't agree. No, yeah. that's correct. Yeah. He was, yeah. In, he was in a funk. Remember last uh, year when he was doing everything he didn't want to do? Yeah, he looked like yeah. he was fucking done. Yeah. That's correct. He, was, he had big cartoonish needles and... and and was saying everyone was gross. And Bane coats. Bane coats. Uh, Augie. Uh, yeah, contrary to correct, I put Finn Balor. Um, 
Because I put, I don't know, I put that he was helping out NXT, making himself relevant again. That, that That's wrong. I'll take that. <laughs> I mean, considering before he left and he basically was, like, killed off on WWE TV, essentially. Like, <laughs> the Fiend, you know, I, I'll, I'll let it play. I'll allow it. Uh, to the man who almost killed him off, Witten, who you got? Uh, uh, I have Bray Wyatt right here. Yeah. yeah. To go from... Was he wrestling in the beginning of the year? Yeah. He was oh, tag team he champions, got... wasn't he? No, that was last year, Rich. Was that last year? What the fuck is time? He got he got uh written off TV when they lost to the B team, like before SummerSlam of 2018. Holy he shit. He was going like really? off of TV for like he didn't wrestle for a full year on TV. And yeah. then the vignettes started airing the night after Mania. You're right, you're right, you're right. You're right. And now, yeah. now and now he's your WWE champion. Like that's unreal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mullet, who you got? Uh, Bailey. Win wins. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? what wins? Bailey. Win wins. Oh, it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I always get this one in their back. Always fucked it up. And I put Fiend for their back. So. Oh. So, yes. Do you want to switch your other one? Always... Or. Because you have another nominee. No, because I like my there back. I do. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. I, I totally missed it. Uh, L.A. Park. Uh, fucking, he's been wrestling 20 goddamn years. Uh, he was on WCW Monday Nitro every week. This fat skeleton man is now fatter, and he's like the hottest thing in the world almost, everywhere he goes. He's got a big-ass head. What a melon. Tope. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, the guy with this guy was already over, but he took twenty steps up. And apologies to Ali, but Kofi Kingston just went from a very good place to a place no one ever thought he would even get too close again because two thousand nine was his best year, quote unquote. <laughs> so leave me but, here. Yeah. <laughs> and now two thousand nineteen is his best year. So Kofi yeah. Kingston. I'll also quote. Biggie at the end of the Elimination Chamber match. Get your flowers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, you know, two or three small words uh, said off mic. Uh, but it was, uh, you, know, you could argue that was a good promo. But we're going on to worst promo. Uh, let's start. Tope, let's, let's start with you again, huh? Yeah, I've said this name a few times already, but the uh, Seth Rollins promo where he calls Brock Lesnar a Seth Rollins wannabe. Probably like, oh, a, like at the end of the day, it's not like a huge promo, but that's just that's one of the dumbest things ever said in the history of English. Like, <laughs> 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 what? Shut up, man. Shut up, Colby. Uh, Colby. <laughs> Let's just keep that going. Uh, Widen, who'd you nominate? I, I don't know if it was the same promo, but it's it's a Seth Rollins. His promo on Raw on the go-home show for SummerSlam where he gets beaten down and he's just sitting in the ring and he's just like, I have to beat him. I have to beat him. I don't know what I'll do if I beat him. I have to beat him. And it's just like on a list of things you don't have to do, you don't have to s- state over and over again that you have to beat somebody and if you don't beat them you don't know what they're going to do those are kind of things 
as a wrestling fan, you already know. And the crowd's just silent. Yes. When it's happening. Oh, it's so awkward. And they had to replay it at the end of every like video package leading up to it. Oh, it was horrible. Speaking of horrible, Augie, what you got? Anything Lana related. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a big thing. Yes. <laughs> Man, she just can't talk in her actual fucking accent, as it turns out. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, mullet, round us out. Uh, I got two more. Nia Jax. Remember her? No. Um, Who? I don't know. Some, <laughs> some lady. And uh, I hate to say it, Ricochet. Specifically that promo when... Uh, like they were like having like a big like I think it was like a money in the bank argument in the ring and like he stopped he was like talking and it was horrible and Drew McIntyre just stopped him and said stop talking <laughs> it was like it was vicious but yeah Ricochet just they I feel so bad for him in so many regards but his speaking leaves a lot to be desired. You got one more there on on by my list. Do you want to go through? I it don't or? remember. I only have the, oh you're right. Ooh, is it the one I'm thinking of? The yeah. Tope Ken open source yeah. earlier? Oh, fuck. Yeah. Uh, Kenny Omega's Being the Elite promo that, like, was supposed to be caught, like, off camera. Oh, my God. That was so that fucking brutal. We watched, and everyone fucking loved it. And we watched it in Chicago. And when it's like, oh, new Being the Elite. And, like, I felt so bad for when afterwards, I'm like, that was the worst Being the Elite of all time. <laughs> it had nothing to do with it. We just put it on. I was like, fuck, that's the last 20 minutes of Chicago. I just put it on had. the TV, man. Come on. <laughs> I feel like by proxy, we were mad at you for putting it on. Uh, <laughs> he's, like, shitting on Dijak, like, and, like, talking, like, all this nonsense. And it just didn't fucking work in any stretch of the imagination. Um, yeah, so I'm glad I have it over here in small letters because I was like, let me test the room and see how this plays. And yeah, I'm fucking saying it. I also wrote down here uh, for best and worst promo, everything Batista did on WWE TV qualifies for both. Oh, give me yeah, what I just, want. I'm just spitting, give me what I want. Or his final <laughs> promo on WWE TV, where just comes on screen, plays a video, and goes, Hunter, kiss my ass. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> it they play for both. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that could also work for best meme. <laughs> the fucking the fight <laughs> oh, scroll. Yeah. I just people like. What I want. With... <laughs> oh god! So much spit. <laughs> so, uh, don't tell Dana that. Hey, <laughs> ah, sex stuff. And that is going to do it for part one of our two-part 2019 Swaggy Award nomination shows. Thank you so much for listening. You can listen to part two next week. You're not going to miss it. We pick up hot right on best promo and just keep running from there. As always, please go to arcadeaudio.net for this podcast and the others in our network of shows. Support by going to patreon.com slash arcadeaudio for bonus content from not only Podswoggle, but our entire catalog of podcasts. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcast every single week. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, YouTube. Send us an email, potswoggle at gmail.com. Let us know what you think of the show in our social media posts and in the information from this podcast. Please click on the survey that we are asking all of our listeners to partake in. You have uh, a chance to win a $50 gift card just from filling it out. You have till the end of the year to do that. 
For everyone involved in the Swaggle Squad, this is your host, Mullet, saying we are swogging off for this week's episode of Pod Swoggle. We'll see you next week for part two. Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.